Hello and welcome to Twats, the Theatre Workers and Technical Staff podcast. I am Bram, the host of this podcast, and we are on to season two. This is episode one of season two. It's the podcast in which I talk to people within the theatre industry about how they got in, their experiences, and any advice we can give, they can give to anybody who's trying to get into the industry. Thank you for the continued downloads of season one. I really enjoyed that, as I did enjoy the... Uh, the bonus episode that we had, even if it was a little bit dodgy with the sound quality. Hopefully we'll get the sound quality sorted out for this, for this second season. It's a 12-week season, so we're looking forward to all the guests we've got coming up. And um, without further ado, let's get on to my first guest of season two. I'm with my guest at this time. If you'd like to introduce yourself and what is your current position in the industry? Hi, I'm Chris Boone, or Booney, and I am Technical Director for Dalfont Macintosh Theatre Group. You're like the biggest guest I've ever had. <laughs> Far from it. <laughs> Far from it. Um, how did you get into theatre? So from an early age, I did a youth theatre, and uh, at school, an amateur theatre, so I was always involved uh, in, the, in the arts as an early, early age. And then from there, I went to the Lyceum in Crewe, started off as a follow spot operator, joined a pantomime, and... 1994, Sleeping Beauty, and during the technical rehearsals, the the ASM, who was the boyfriend of the dame, ran off with a panic attack, and over the comms came a call, does anybody know any ASMs? And I said, oh yeah, I can do that. Didn't even know what ASM really stood for, and as I came down from the gallery to the stage, I was thinking, what is an ASM, what is an ASM? But I had a great time uh, at the Lyceum uh, for about four years, became stage manager, so uh, yeah, it was a great training ground for me there, and we had to... Uh, Lots of different productions over those four years. Excellent. Uh, did you do any training anywhere? No, I have no formal training. Uh, great uh, teachers around and people, you know, mentored me over the years and shouted at me, and I learned that way. So just learning from on the job. Yeah, just 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 on just on the job. Yeah, no form no formal training. Okay. Uh, so uh, your first job was obviously at the, the follow spot operator. What was your first, let's say, pro professional job? We say like your first tour, or you know. Yeah, so from from uh, so from the Lyceum, I went to you know uh, move myself up to the in-house stage manager there, and then went to the Regent Theatre in Stoke-on-Trent, which was a receiving house as deputy stage manager. Oh, I love the I love the Regent. I toured into there many times with his dog leg lift. Oh yes, I was there. Yeah. We, we were there when it opened, and you're just thinking, why is somebody designed a getting door like that and the lift <laughs> that do- a lift that doesn't go down with the seats on it and etc. And then I went on tour from there with. Uh, Doctor Doolittle, Doctor Doolittle. I went on tour with. Oh, fantastic, fantastic! Um, uh, list of any other jobs you've had. So from Doctor Doolittle, I did the Miss Saigon tour for many years, which was fantastic. About twenty-four trailers going round, sitting in country, uh, sitting in theatres for you know twelve, sixteen weeks at a time, and from there did. Cats, and I always think of Cats as my university time because the show wasn't that technical, and that's the only time I've ever looked after the cast. You know, uh, I got uh, convinced to do technical stage manager on that, and it's the only time I've ever looked after the looked after the cast. Not really my forte. Scenery doesn't answer back and hasn't got too much emotion. <laughs> is it? Um, uh, has it always been uh, stage management that you've done? Have you, only done, have you done any other technical side? So of it's, it's, it's more, uh, even, uh, it's more head of stage, carpenter. That, right. that was oh, my, right. okay. that was so my, that was my, uh, that was my way in, in uh, into that. And then, uh, 
Then did uh, Mary Poppins over in Bristol, the original production of Mary ah, Poppins. Yes. Uh, and then came to London with that for, you know, supposed to be a couple of months. And during that time, Nick Harris, who was the technical director at Cameron M- Macintosh, asked me what, what I wanted to do next. Said I wanted to get into production management. And then they offered me a job uh, at uh, Cameron's technical office as assistant production manager. And over 15 years, worked my way up to senior production manager before moving over to technical director at Dalfont Macintosh Theatres. And then in January, I'm moving back uh, on a secondment for a couple of years to be technical director for the UK for Cameron's producing leg. Oh, fantastic. Uh, what would you say is your favourite job that you've had? All jobs have, you know, good and bad, really. But I think probably when I look back, like Miss Saigon, because that was my first large tour I did. Yeah. So very fond of that. But Mary Poppins was great. And I've done Les Mis is really... Uh, been fortunate. It's taken me all over the world doing doing Les Mis. So they, they all have uh, they all have fond memories. Yes, absolutely. Um, so have you had uh, have you come across any issues in the industry? Anybody holding you back? Anybody um, getting in your way uh, for applying for jobs? Or have you have you been pretty? No, so okay. I'm uh, severely dyslexic and stuff. So sometimes you know you know you may think that's holding me back, but I think that's given me more of a a push to make, you know, to more prove, of a drive. Yeah, more do. of a drive. I remember phoning my mum saying, oh, I've got a job uh, in the office. And my mum's like, you should not be working in an office. You can't keep <laughs> still. It's not your thing. But I said, it's not just a sitting in an office, mum. So, uh, yeah, no, that's really given me a, really given me a drive to uh, succeed in this industry. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Um, uh, hang on a second. Uh, what would you say are the pros and cons of working in the industry? I still think today I've worked... You know, since I'm 16 and 45 now, and I never wake up in the morning thinking I've got to go work. You know, I, I you know, always, always wake up thinking, oh, it's just a, a way of life. It is quite demanding. I must admit, you know, the hours and stuff like that. But I think that, you know, the benefit of working on something live each night really uh, outweighs that. Yes, absolutely. It does. It does. Uh, what Would you say there's any uh, common misconceptions from people who are trying to get into the industry and what they think of what it's like? Yeah, I think, you know, there's a big drive now on, you know, when I do talks with uh, drama schools and stuff about work-life balance and all that. But it is quite, you know, it is quite difficult. You know, we do work in the entertainment industry. We do work in the evenings. We do work at the weekend. But, yeah, we can all, we're we all working together to try and get that balance. So we're not in the theatre's stupid hours. And the hours have got better, I must admit, when we do load-ins now. Yeah. It's a bit more structured. You don't do an lo- overnight load-out and then a load-in the next day like, <laughs> we, like we used to. Yeah, I remember doing that. Yes, it used to be. A, uh, it was always a, a case of um, you did the job until the job was done. Uh, and yeah, sometimes that was <laughs> really hard work. Yeah, so now with better scheduling and better planning, we hope it doesn't always work out, but we give people, you know, the right amount, you know, we have to now, the right amount of breaks and the right amount of rest time, etc. Yeah, you do a, a lot of talks with um, with younger people in, in colleges and things like that. Um, what drove you to doing that? I uh, Yeah, so uh, I was... Uh, with a DMT, we, we've just started, you know, two years ago, we did our uh, apprenticeship program working with Chichester College. And I just think, you know, I was very fortunate, you know, back when I was 16, people give me that opportunity. So I think the least I can do is give those opportunities back. Yeah, so doing lots of work with all sorts of theatre companies, uh, you know, from, you know, all, all over. Tomorrow, I'm over in Nottingham University, where we do the Macintosh Design Prize, and then do a lot of work with... Uh, 
Tramshed Theatre in Woolwich, right. which is fantastic. You know, they've got a disabled theatre group there and one of their members, Marcus, who's uh, on a placement now, he does four hours a week with us on the electrics, you know, and we're just building it, building him up as well and Brilliant. his skill base is fantastic. Excellent, excellent. Um, what advice could you give to people who are trying to get into the industry? Uh, just be patient, you know, and then when people do offer you that, that job, just take it, you know, you know, 100%. Have a number of people who want to come on work experience. Then I say, oh, work experience will be Monday to Friday in these hours. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. And I'm just thinking they're not going to be cut out for that. You know, if somebody gives you an opportunity, just take it 100% and give it your all. Yes, absolutely. We um, we we had a, somebody who wanted to come in debt for us uh, a few weeks ago and we and we called them up and, and said, okay, we'd like you to come in and learn. And, and they said, well, that's fine, but we c- I can't start till 8 o'clock. Well, if you can't start till eight o'clock, that's half an hour after the show started. Yeah, no. So uh, I'm not sure that's going to work. So yeah, absolutely, take it, take the work, work yeah. hard. And you know, I, you know, lots of the work I did in my early days was volunteering. You know, I'd do an, I'd do an in and an out, and I get paid for that. But in the week when there was no, you know, stage crew or anything, I would say, could I come in for four hours to learn flying and all the yeah. bits and pieces? And um, people are people are more than willing to teach as well. That's the thing. Uh, paying it forward is a, is a big thing, I think, in the industry. You um, you touched on it earlier when you said you were follow spotting, and they said, does anybody n- know an ASM? And you just said, well, I can do it. And that's the that's the thing. It's you can do it. Anyone can do it. Just and then just put your all into it, and people will teach you. Yeah, and sometimes you have to do jobs which you're not, you know, you don't really want to do, but at least you're around the theatre, like you're saying about the follow spot job. You know, then it led to something. So Absolutely. Don't, don't just look at that. Oh, I don't really want to do, you know, a dresser. I want to be in the wardrobe department. But if you're in the, if you do a good job as a dresser and an assistant wardrobe comes up, you're in a great place to get that role, or people will know you about, you know, know what you're about. Absolutely, and, and yeah, people are, are more likely to give you that chance, especially if you've worked hard and you haven't caused any problems and. And it's very easy to work hard and not cause problems. Yeah, and attitude goes a, a long way. Attitude, timekeeping, all that. We can teach the technical side, but, you know, attitude, how you uh, communicate with your work colleagues. Work ethic as yeah, well. Yeah, work ethic. Absolutely. You know, we, we, you know, we can't teach that. We can teach the technical bits, but the other stuff, you've either got it or you haven't. Excellent. Well, that's everything. Thank you very much for joining me. No problem. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much to Booney for that. That was really good, really insightful, and uh, a really big guest to have as the first guest of season two, I thought. Um, if you want to send us uh, an email, it's twatspod at hotmail.com. As usual, the Facebook is Twats Podcast, the Instagram is Twats Podcast, and the TikTok is Twats Podcast. And uh, that ends episode one of season two, so we're back up and running, and... Uh, Thank you for the continued downloads. Thank you for everyone getting in touch over Christmas. I hope you all had a good Christmas and New Year. And uh, looking forward to next week. So until then, thank you and see you later.